Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ah, hello, private parters. I'm going to talk like this today, which sounds like half Bristol and half this today, Irish. Not going to talk like that. Don't know why I'm starting like that. Hey guys, how you doing? Hey, welcome to the podcast, Private Parts. Yeah, you're listening to me right now, Jamie Lang. Here we go. Uh, very excited today uh, because I uh, have such a cool guest. Not only is this person cool, she's also a very old friend of mine, a very close friend of mine. And if you watched Main Chelsea and followed me throughout the years, you'll know exactly who this person is. Pinky Felstead. Yes, the queen of Chelsea herself is coming on. We're very excited about it. Um, we had such a cool chat. Do you know what happens in life when you have those friends in life that you don't always see all the time or you don't uh, experience all the time, but then what happens is that you see each other and it's just the same as when you left it, like true friendship. That's what Binks and I had. We speak about motherhood. We speak about sex a lot. We speak about blowjobs. It's all in there and it's so much fun. She is just the coolest girl in the world. Hey, Binks, I know you'll probably be listening to this. Proud of you, honey. Super proud. Um, hey, also, just to let you know, Francis is not here today. He is actually doing a TV show at the moment. He's recording one, which uh, I don't think I can say what it is, but you're going to see it on E4 at some point. And he's going to be, of course, hilarious. So I'm taking up the reins once again without him. Um, but he will be missed for sure. Remember, hey guys, listen, uh, follow us on Instagram at Private Podcast. Uh, also, I want to say a big thank you to you guys, the listener, for voting for us at the Podcast Awards a while back. We didn't win, but you voted for us, and that means the world. So thank you for always looking after us. Um, also, post, mail. We're getting a few ones in, which we love. And we're going to read them out. Uh, if you want to send us some mail, love letters, anything at all, send it to 79 to 81 Borough Road, SE1, 1DN. Title it, Jamie. Private parts. Uh, anyway, hey, you peeps, enjoy this one. It's a big one. Binky Felstead on private parts. Enjoy. So, yeah, I've done, a, I've done 130 of these. And what's your favourite one? Favourite one... Obviously today, apart from uh, Well, this is probably my worst one. <laughs> this is the one I was most nervous for. Yeah, of course. I, honestly, dude, I Understandable. Was, I was last night, I was freaking out. I was freaking out. I what, like, what is seriously been your worst one? Uh, the worst one, uh, we all know it in this room, but probably can't say it. The worst one was a gentleman who was just so mean and negative and just horrible. And like everything at the time I'd say to him, I would say stuff to him and he would go... Just go and like back at me negatively, and it was when we had first started. So we so probably you were quite nervous already. Really nervous. Now I don't give a shit. Yeah. Now I don't care. I'm like whatever. And I wish this is the biggest thing. You probably have this in life though. I wish I had said something in the podcast. Yeah. But was, you always think of the thing to say after you've left it. No, weirdly, I'm normally quite quick. I normally would say something there oh, yeah. and then. <laughs> but I, I didn't say anything, which I kind of regret. Have you ever been in a situation where you've actually said something to them, a person that you? No, because I'm not quick enough. I always think of something to say after I've been in the situation, which is really irritating. But you know me, I'm not like the quickest person on the planet. I disagree. Do I, you? Yeah, I think you are pretty quick. I think Sometimes I shock myself. Well, because, you know, with all these things, if I was going to say the capital of Africa, you'd know. South Africa. There you go. You've got <laughs> 
And if I was because you've asked me that one before. Okay, fine. Let's do one. Let's. It was capital of South America. Oh, North America. Yeah, there you go. You got it again. <laughs> Smashing it out the park. Such a dick. Hello, everyone. Welcome Hello. to Private Parts Podcast. This is where we read the most intimate and sort of details of our lives. Very exciting. I cannot wait for this one. I've been waiting for this one for a hundred. 30 odd episodes we have in the studio binky felstead hello i'm oh. very excited to be on your podcast binks i can't tell you how I've excited missed you. did i miss you all the time oh yeah i really do, do man. you miss me back on me and chelsea i do you know what i i know <laughs> shut because, up well i don't shut no because chelsea's different now but i miss you just i mean of course i do i would love you to be on there i would love you more than anything to come back on chelsea and and have the whole all the old gang back together yeah, again me too. i miss the old gang God. I miss those days so much. Do you? Yeah. I think probably the best time of my life was that time in Cannes, that summer in Cannes. When you flew to the south of France? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why was it so good? Because it was just like, we all just got on so well. There, was, there, was, there wasn't any like proper nastiness, was, it? was there? Um, and we were in the best place, I think, in the world, mm-hmm. having the best time. It was... It, it was full of beautiful people. We just literally... I mean, I guess, favourite summer, hands down. It was an incredible summer, but Chelsea's a weird one. And it, that, was, that has been such a huge part of your life. Yeah. For like, for, for such a long period. Yeah. And I suppose there's two things here. When you left it, right, mm. did you, were you, because that's a complete life change. Yeah. Or, or were you scared about well, leaving I it or no? I think I was all, always ready to leave, but I hadn't worked out a reason to leave. Do you know what I mean? Because like you said, it is But really why scary. were you ready to leave? I don't know. I just felt like, I felt like we'd done everything. We'd, we'd gone through all the emotional, you know, heartbreak, cheating. We've done it all. We're all growing up. And this isn't, you know, about you. This is literally because I then obviously got pregnant by mistake, which is obviously the best thing that ever happened. <laughs> it's always the best way to get pregnant. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh shit, I'm pregnant. <laughs> oh shit. Um, I obviously found out I was pregnant and I think that was like the cue for me to leave because I wasn't going to bring up a baby on Maiden Chelsea, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I mean, I definitely would. I would. I would. I would get divorced. I'd bring up. No, I wouldn't. But it's it's a it's a, it's a strange one that you made that life decision for well, your obviously, daughter. We all, India. We all know That's, how it works. It's quite hardcore. You don't know when you're filming till last minute. It's a lot of you know a lot of time during the week, and there's no way I was. Uh, this is the next stage. And since having India and having left the show, I haven't actually watched an episode since. Have you not? No, what? It's I too don't know. Hard. It gives me a little bit of anxiety. And also I get angry. I'm like, shut up to these new cast members. I'm like, we've done it all before. We've heard it all before. Stop trying to be like the old cast. Do you know what I mean? I know. There's a sense of, there's a sense of territory. You get territorial Yeah, of course I it. do. And also I don't like change. And so for me seeing my home and my family, how different it is now, it's just like, it makes me feel uneasy. But obviously you were the, like the original, you, I don't know if Mark's on it anymore, but I know Mitten is, but I know that, I, I'd only watch it to see you guys. I wouldn't, I'm not interested in watching it to see the new cast members. It's an interesting one though, because uh, I definitely think you made a strong and positive decision without a doubt. And I congratulate you massively for that. God, I wish I had that confidence and that kind of... Uh, just, get, just get someone knocked up, Jay. I've tried many times. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm shooting, You're probably a daddy somewhere I'm out there. shooting blanks, man. I don't know what the hell's going on. That's one of my Until biggest... Until you get the call saying, you've knocked me up. 
And what, I from have some seen, stranger. Yeah, yeah. Well, don't forget. Do you remember, I loved watching that thing you did with your mum and you told your mum that you'd not you'd got someone pregnant. Oh my god, that was yeah. brilliant. And she freaked the yeah, hell yeah. out. I would. I. I mean, I would. My, my biggest thing in life is to be able to have kids and to have that family. But I also. Um, but you're me- also still young, and you're not there yet. I mean, who are you in love with now? Is there someone else? And let me guess, she's blonde. Uh, yeah. Sophie Habu. <laughs> Hello, Mickey Belstad. <laughs> Welcome to the party, baby. Am I right? Uh, no, I mean, you... Yes, I'm right. You know, you're not... You're I'm, sweating. I'm not sweating. And you've gone very red. I, you know, I just always sweat. That's a, one of my big qualities. I just sweat a lot. Um, <laughs> sexy. I know, super sexy. No, I'm not in love with anyone at the moment. Truthfully, I'm not. I'm really not in love. I came out with a... And I actually haven't spoken about this on the podcast, but let's do it. Okay. Came out of a relationship uh, for a year... And it was everything that I'd ever wanted in a relationship. This girl offered me friendship, beauty, everything, yeah, everything, she was, everything. she was just everything, uh, you know, humor, everything. She had everything. And for some reason, I don't know why my blueprint didn't add up. It didn't, it didn't add up. It, it wasn't, it didn't feel right for some reason. And so I then we broke up and I was like, well, I'm not going to find anyone and I think now I need to spend time by myself. I think you've always put work before anything. Yeah, I know. It's and not a good thing. That, well, no, it's great in some aspects, but you've got to start looking after yourself. And I don't think you're going to be happy until you start feeling like you're, you're, like you're on a run. But you're already on a run. But tell me about you. But also, she was quite young as well. She was very young. She's 20. Baller. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she's actually 19 when I started dating. Oh, it was 10 years God, different. I no, she was just a bit too young. I think she was beautiful though. Anyway. I want to know about you, Bing. So how Go many times then. how many times have you been in love then? Uh I think probably one, two, three, four times, maybe. Four but times. the thing is, so I thought I was in love with Mitten. Yeah. I honestly did. But looking back on it, I actually can't remember being in love with him and I can't remember the relationship. And I love Mitten like as a friend now. So sure. I'm, not, I'm not just slagging, I'm not slagging him off. No, and you never would. You've always spoken no, no, so I've, highly of him. We've always, no, we're, we're mates. Like we'll be, no, we, we've always gotten fine since the breakup, whatever. But I actually, it's funny because when you think, oh, I was so in love with that. I was so in love with my first boyfriend, a guy called Charlie. I think you remember Charlie. He was I remember a complete Charlie. nightmare. And it was like that first love where you do anything for them. You get up at like three in the morning and go to their house just because you want to be next. Like, it's just so cringe. And I was such a psycho bitch. Um, what, what would you do that was a little bit Just psycho? like so needy and possessive. And like, I remember he didn't text me back and he owned this bar on the Fulham Road called 86. And I love that joint. Yeah, it was, it was all free. That's why it went down. Um, <laughs> this gave us free booze the whole time. And uh, I remember driving up to go and see him to surprise him because he didn't message back and seeing going past Cosmopole and he was standing on the road having a fag with like five other girls around him and I got out the car and I literally dragged him by his ear and I was like you're fucking coming with me and like but that's that, that's, yeah, that's, but that's that's kind of normal totally yeah behavior mm-hmm. but I don't know I just used to get really drunk and it's just to be really cringe and but I don't think you ever cringe okay, well, okay no no I was really bad I but, was bad I was totally obsessed by him because he was so because he was a bit older he was a, you know he used to drink a lot and I just it was it was actually like a just a typical first love awful relationship and when you have that first love god it is scary yeah yeah I thought I was gonna die when we broke up yeah you genuinely do. thought I was gonna die um and now I look back and I'm like oh my god thank god that never worked I mean I'd be I'd be dead right now it was horrific but it's interesting though because you you know you it was your first love Mm. and you really love this guy and all these different things. But where did that insecurity about 
because uh, obviously you were insecure that he was looking at other girls or things oh, like I've that. I've always been insecure. But, but where did that where did that come from? Because all of us have our insecurities yeah. massively, and I, Jesus Christ, I can't even count how many I have. I think, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know why. I have no idea. I think, I think I've always gone for guys who are a bit naughty, a bit of fun, and they like and they are they're show ponies. So they're always going to have girls around them. They've always been good looking and fun, and I've just always been. And they and also they've kept me on my toes. And they've made me believe that I'm not good enough to keep me to keep me there. So maybe that's what it is. But also, I think you know you're very much like me. You came from a divorced family, yeah, didn't you? And so you you know, like me in a way, we didn't really have that sort of patriarchal that man figure in our lives. Maybe growing up, and so therefore you had your mum who is yeah. bad ass. <laughs> but shout out to Janie Felstead. Yes, Mummy Felstead. Oh my god, she is the coolest. You can talk about anything with her. Oh I actually god, had, a, yeah. had a conversation about blowjobs with her. Oh once. yeah, she always her 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 biggest advice to me was, darling, always spit, never swallow. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that is probably the best advice she's ever given me. And now you got that tattooed on you, didn't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so which was a really good. Well, actually, she wants to go and get a tattoo together. Maybe I should suggest that one. But it was true because you, but you are Binks with you. You're so beautiful. You're so charismatic. You're the funnest person to hang out with. Thanks, if you babe. go, it's true. If you go on a night out with Binky Felstead, you know you're going to have a fun time. <laughs> you know you're going to have a hangover. You're going to have a hangover without. But a you've doubt. had the best time. Yeah. So and you, you've had a, you've had a bit of unlucky time in, in love. And do you think that is partly you, or is it partly other people? How do you think? I think it's just growing up to be honest really? like yeah yeah yeah. I mean I I've also don't regret any of my relationships I've had like they've all been learning like learning experiences and I think with any like with any relationship you know you I've had quite I've had a, I've had a nice amount of relationships that haven't worked for whatever reason but I'm still friends with everyone mm. that I've been out with and that's the main thing I think it's never been like a horrific breakup where we don't speak I just think it's like it's just a learning curve. But also with your experiences of like relations, right? How do you? How do you? What do you think the secret? This is what I'm trying to work out. Right? I know all the secrets in the world. I know who you killed do. John F. Kennedy. I know, you know, why Jack and Jill fell down the hill. Yeah. I know what how to put Humpty Dumpty back together yeah, again. I was gonna say yeah, yeah. That. All the nursery rhymes. I have locked Listen, down. Listen, I the know edge. more nursery rhymes than you. Believe nah, me. Ah, you don't. Yes. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. India knows nothing compared to me. <laughs> bit weird yeah it was a bit weird but uh what do you think the secret then is to a successful relationship what is it be really good at blowjobs is that what it is mm. for the guy to be good blowjobs and you i mean they, <laughs> if they're good at colorlingus or oh, that's perfect god i always have this huge insecurity are you good at colorlingus well i i i i think i probably am can you spell colorlingus yeah c-u-n lingus <laughs> <laughs> that's right isn't it that's how you spell it Go on. Okay. Yeah. I think that I... How do you do it? Do you use a bit of finger as well as tongue? Yeah, well, I don't know. Now I'm getting... You're, you're a girl, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you should do a bit of finger at the same time. Are you serious? Yes. What? Well, no. what do you do? <laughs> Just dry hump. <laughs> Talk, speak the alphabet when I'm down there. <laughs> Isn't that what you're meant to do? You're meant to like... You're meant to... You've been to literally gargle or something. Is that what you're meant God, to do? Did you tell me that once? I think you told me that if a girl puts toothpaste in her mouth before giving you a blowjob, it makes the guy's woolly go really tingly. Yeah, it, that is that is supposed to. Be. I once uh, I once when I was at school had the mint tea tree shampoo, oh. and I was like, right, well, uh, me and you, tea tree, are going to have a fun night together. Oh, <laughs> so God. I took it into my room and I was quite drunk, and we I ended up, uh, you know, sort of. Didn't you put your toothbrush up your bum as well? Uh, that was a glow stick <laughs> but anyway <laughs> I can't believe I got you on the show because you know all these should I tell you that story of course as well? I know everything about oh you oh my god you're I'm revealing no so the, 
the how is this taking you a turn? see how sweaty he is now. I'm everyone. not sweaty at all. There are two things here. Firstly, with the tea tree shampoo. Okay, I was experimenting when I was at school. I must be about 15 years old, and I decided to uh, masturbate with tea tree shampoo, and I fell asleep with the tea tree shampoo still uh, on, on my Island. on my penis and I woke up the next day and it had burnt my <laughs> penis because of the mints that was a really bad experience it wasn't deep heat it was, it was basically like having deep heat and then the glow stick I right. love this story well the, maybe this is the glow stick well, you don't yeah maybe you do know this one I do know this one glow, so there was a glow stick and I had this glow stick and it would like change different colours and I was again a very interested uh slightly horny teenage boy and I <laughs> at, thought at boarding school at boarding school I thought what can I do to really excite myself and so I had this glow stick so I decided to place this glow stick up my anus anus well well uh dancing around to Madonna <laughs> yeah I just thought I just wanted to be Madonna <laughs> How can I be Madonna? <laughs> this glow stick will make me hurt. And I put it on like the strobing one. I was like, I'm strobing. <laughs> I, uh, right, carry on the story. I, I love it, the last bit of the I story. Put it up. Anyway. <laughs> I then, I then obviously finished what I was doing. I orgasmed. Not did by, you? Not by it up my you butt. Did, no. You did. You did. Thinking, you orgasmed I was wanking obviously. Butt. I wasn't just sit no, on this. No, you were poking it up and down. No, I was not poking it up and down. <laughs> Jesus, what has happened? No, I was not. But I then, I then, whatever happened, and then I, I put it, I was like, God, I feel a bit violated now. So I put it into my sink, and I went and, and got up to my bed, and then as I literally got into bed, my friend burst through the door. He was like, hey, man, how you doing? I was like, oh, God, <laughs> the glow stick is in the sink. <laughs> and he went, what's this? And grabbed it out the sink and started waving it around because it was flashing, and he went, why does it smell of shit? <laughs> <laughs> and I went, I went, does it? <laughs> And he went, yeah, it smells of shit. And I went, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Let's I have it away. a new idea. It was a very weird experience. But you must have had a weird experience. Like, you know, how, this I is have the- never shoved anything up my bum. No, I'm, well, um, <laughs> but, but you must have had, you know, you, the difference is you decided, you got pregnant, as you yeah. said. Beautiful. I mean, out of all... All the babies out there, your baby, India, is one of the cutest little things. She is. She, she is, honestly, and that does not me butting her up. She's she got, is, yeah, no, she's a pretty girl. She is so pretty, she's so beautiful, um, she's incredible. But, you know, you got pregnant, you were 27 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's quite a scary so. thing. To, were you 27? I can't remember, I think so, yeah. I think yeah. I gave birth when I was 27, I don't remember. So you maybe 26. got pregnant. I got pregnant at 26. Pregnant at 26, yeah. birth at 27, you're a single mum. Yeah. You, uh, that is a really scary place to be. I, I interviewed a lovely girl for a podcast uh, called Michelle Kennedy, who started a, an app called Peanut. I know, yeah. Which is, we actually, yeah, I told yeah, you yeah. about this, yeah, which is basically, long story short, it's a, a mother's community, so all mothers come it's together. A great app. And uh, talk me through your pregnancy, because a lot of women experience loss of identity. Uh, mm. They feel very insecure. How did you feel doing the whole entire thing? So my actual like symptoms were fine. I never had any morning sickness. I never felt low I actually don't forget I was the first one of our friendship group to have a bit like get pregnant so soon you had no one to turn no, to no um but we were filming at the time it's all really exciting everyone was really excited by it um and then obviously had India and it was a really lovely easy birth and I hate saying that because I think people just it's just it's a very taboo subject like how easy was your birth you know how did you feel but um it was in the middle of the summer all our friends were going out having fun wearing crop tops and I was tired I felt really you know obviously you are you're bigger 
than when you, before you had a baby. And it was hot and I was wearing these baggy clothes. I was literally just so tired. And I was kind of like, oh yeah, you, you, do, you do definitely lose your identity. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Um, but... How did you lose you, your identity? Well, you just kind prison? of think, oh, you know, like I'm a mum now. Like, you're no longer number one. Your baby is priority. And I didn't look myself. I didn't feel myself. You're bloody tired. You know, you just, and and everyone kind of treats you a bit differently. You don't ever get, you don't get asked to go out anymore because they assume you're just going to be at home breastfeeding, not doing anything, which of course you are after the first few weeks or months, whatever. But you still want to be like, I was only 27. I wasn't, you yeah, know, older. so young. Yeah. Um, but and then did, again, you kind of get your, but yeah, carry on. But no, no, I'm sorry to cut you off, but did you... Because for us, right, our our family and friends are so much to us. Did you did you feel that you were alienated away from friends a little bit and things? Like I that? think I lost a handful of friends that weren't actually friends, which was probably a good thing. Yeah. Like you know, it's it's actually you know I I my real my friends now are the friends that have been through everything with me, and it was actually it is a really nice way of getting rid of the the ones that just want you for a fun time. Do you know what I mean? Like like you Completely. said, we used to go out and have fun. And like, they never really cared about how you felt the next day or whatever. So I've got a really lovely new group, a group of friends now who are mummies. Like, you know, we, you know, some of them is the girls as well. And we like meet up once a week. And it's just, and also we all have the same things in common now, obviously. And I always feel a bit awkward now going to see friends who don't have kids with India at lunch. And I'm constantly like thinking, oh God, they're going to get irritated by India moaning or, and you can't really focus on anything because you've got to obviously look after this little baby. So it has it's it's actually i'm so i'm actually the happiest i've ever been i think now obviously but you can see that in you binks man you radiate you honestly you radiate is it radiate or radiant radiate you radiate you radiate you radiate you radiate (laughs) (laughs) but you do you you you, firstly let's first of all you look bang thanks babe no dude come on honey you look at you wake up in the mirror every morning and go, holy shit, Binky Burzet. <laughs> really do. So you do. I see you. I creep inside your room and hide under the bed and I watch you in the morning and you go into the mirror and you go, what up, Binks? It's another day for victory for you. <laughs> look at this sexy mama coming up. Sweet. It's true that you do. Firstly that, second, I, you know, uh, uh, as much as we probably haven't seen as much as we used to over the past few years, you know, you, uh, just the way that you hold yourself, the way you speak, the way you are, the way, it's just... Well, you grow up a lot when you obviously have a baby. Sure, and you have to. Yeah. But, you know, and also, you, you get your shit together. You get your priorities sorted. Like, I now know. I was drifting back in the day. Like, we were doing Made in Chelsea you were when we were young. Then. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, was, I don't know what I was doing. You know, we were making a nice amount of money and just not really having anything. Do you know what I mean? Like, we just, I wasn't doing anything. I was just literally, like you say, coasting. And then, obviously, I think I, I'm a big believer in spirituality and things happening for a reason. I honestly believe that India is like, completely meant to be for me. Um, and I know that you know and, and since having her I've literally got my priorities sorted got a nice routine got my shit together and yeah I would you know I had the, I had a really great time we all had a great time like growing up and being silly together but now like it's just the next stage and is it is it I want to ask you two things here okay. so because you know there's a there's a big important message about 
they're going on about abortion and things like this, right? Mm. And when you fell pregnant, yeah, you're 26 years old, mm-hmm. as you said. Uh, you are single. You know, all these different things. Were you, did you ever go, were you straight away, I want to keep this child? Was that the initial thing from the very beginning? Yeah. I've, I've, <clears throat> I've always believed in, you know, what you want to do. That's, that's up to you. I, compl- I couldn't agree with you more. Um, it's your body. You do yeah, exactly yeah. what you want to exactly. do. Without a doubt. I think, obviously, if, it, if I was a lot younger, it would be tricky. And you have to have, you know, would I be able to financially look after that child you know and I and I could have and I could look after India financially I but were you were you I suppose how scary is it to be in that situation oh my god it was like terrifying I burst into tears as soon as I saw the pregnancy test so can you can you run I was me, with my mum can you run me through this moment okay so okay we're so gonna... I had a pain in my tummy okay go. for a while and I was filming the night before I had the test done I was like mummy I was filming with my mum and it's about me and Louise and Rosie had a massive fallout and I was just like cramping over in the scene and and I remember saying, Mom, I've something, something off. I feel really weird. She's like, right, darling, we're going to get your pregnancy test tomorrow. And then, of course, like with the groceries, got this pregnancy test, peed on the stick, left it in the corner of the room for like 20 minutes, completely forgot about it. I was like, oh, shit, the test. And Mum and I were cooking in the kitchen. I went and looked at it and I literally just fell to the floor in tears. And she was like, what, what? And of course, she was so happy and excited. And I was just like, no. JP and I had just broken up like two weeks before. It was all a complete disaster. But... I remember mum messaging Josh and saying, come over, Binky's pregnant. And he came over and he actually, to his, you know, to credit was amazing. He gave me a big hug. But like, of course, he, like, it was a terrifying, massive thing. And it, he, he, I was his first girlfriend. He'd never been in a relationship yeah. before. I, I mean, I was secretly really excited. Like, of course, course. I was like, Because oh. also, I, I, and forgive me if I'm wrong here, but I think you, you're, you're, yeah, you're calling yeah, man yeah, has yeah, always yeah. been being a mummy. Yeah. hundred percent. I just love, I, I can't wait to have a big family. Like, I can't wait to like, get the house in the country, get the animals and like, get the kids in the, you know, playing around in the garden, like having a, loads of ducks and chickens running around. Like, I, I've always wanted that because that's what I had growing up. I had the coolest, nicest childhood. Like, I was so lucky. And, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm ready for that. Obviously, I'm always going to be a working mummy as well. I, I don't want to move to the country and that's it. Is that important for you to yeah, always Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be... I have to be doing stuff. I can't... If India's napping, everyone's like, I'll go and have a lie down on the sofa for five, five minutes. I hate doing that. I have to be doing stuff all... Like you. I have to be doing stuff all the time. My, two of my most hated things in life, organised fun and siestas. And country. And, and, oh yeah, and the countryside. <laughs> you hate the countryside. Yeah. <laughs> three of my most hated things. Organised fun, the countryside and women. <laughs> Those are my three most hated things. No, I'm kidding. It's a total joke. I love, I love, I do. I, I admire women more than men. I spoke about this the other day. Oh, it's so true. I do massively. I, I grew up in a household of three sisters and a really mm. powerful mum. And my mum looked after us through the divorce and things like that. Yeah. I admire women massively. Guys are weak. I'm a weak human. Uh, and I have all my ways. Girls are fundamentally, I couldn't agree I more actually, stronger. I've spoken to uh, this guy who's got a, uh, two girls and a little boy, um, all around four, five, five, three, four, five. And he said, and I've noticed it with India, she is so intelligent. Like she's, she's already like trying to feed her baby, you know, wiping her bot bot. Like she's just so advanced. And the little boy, and I spoke to the father about his little boy. He's like, I don't get it. This little boy, he's bashing into things. He's biting people. Like he's just, they're just not intelligent. He's just not as intelligent as my girls. And I think maybe girls should actually just be running this world. Dude, 100%. <laughs> because we are, we, we are so much more mature. You're so much from more. From a younger age. Mate, my, my, my ex. <laughs> Sorry, it's the guys out there. My ex 19 year old girlfriend was way more mature than me in so many different ways. Um, 
but it, it's so true. Girl, I, I, I massively admire girls, and I, and, and things. I think I, 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 I think you underestimate your strength and character. And I know I go back to it, but you know, you were on a great TV show. You were the 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 girl who everyone turned to, the girl who everyone loved on that show. Uh, you were doing so many different things. You were, boys were after you. Ugh, they, yeah. Do they, of course they were. Oh, I had so many boyfriends on that show. But boys were after you, man. Boys would have I wasn't, you in a I second. wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't like, that I wasn't like I think you know Lucy Watson was the kind of girl no, that everyone used to go for. No, but I was kind of like the girl next door counselor kind of thing. I completely disagree with you. I think any guy who had given half a chance would have gone for you in an absolute heartbeat. Oh, and, and I told I'm, I'm not just so saying sweet. that. And I think the fact that you you're the braveness of you. Look, I'm still doing Chelsea, right? I have loads of other things going on. You doing, are so busy. But you need to chill. But I do so many so many different things. But I still do that show, right? Yeah. Because loads of different reasons. I mean, I've got a lot of ab- uh, love for that show as well sure no and i know you do but you that braveness to go right i'm going to forget that world of reality television and go and actually try and do something on myself and try and do different reality shows about me and all those different stuff while having a kid at 20 freaking seven years old holy smokes yeah, man but if there's anything going to get you off that show it's having a baby like i would have been too scared to leave probably if it wasn't for india do you have any regrets uh, what in life? Well, yeah, yeah, that's, God, yeah. plenty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How long have you got? Do, 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 do uh, you have? Do you look back at your twenties when we we're doing the show and doing these? Do you ever look back and go, God, I, I, because you look at yourself and probably see yourself as a different person, right? In so many different ways. Do you have any regrets that you look back? Well, there's definitely regrets of my fashion uh, outfits and my <laughs> long extensions and God, everything else. Like, oh my God, I look. Do you remember that eye patch you had to wear? Oh my God, I actually googled that the other day. <laughs> Poor Binks oh uh, had God. an eye infection. Could be Blinky instead of Binky. <laughs> <laughs> she had she had a poor eye infection. Oh, she had no, to no, wear. It wasn't an, an eye infection. It was a cyst. It was a removal of a cyst in my eyelid, and it was horrific. <laughs> she had to wear an eye patch for oh, a whole my season. My brother's wife just had a cyst in her eyelid, and I said, "Look, looking forward to this." And then sent the picture of me wearing an eye patch. I was papped wearing. Oh my god! Anyway, so embarrassing. <laughs> uh, and I had to do a whole series of main Chelsea with it. But was, yeah. was I suppose not regrets, but was it... I don't regret anything. I don't regret anything apart from, as I said, the obvious outfit choices and et cetera. But I, I don't believe in regret. Yeah. But do you think, do you think you, you know, you were in the public eye, you were one of the girls and the girls had a lot more attention than the guys, particularly in lots of different occasions. Did you find <laughs> that sometimes... Oh, oh, there's a picture just being Tina. If you go on to our... No, in, shut if up. you go on to our Instagram at private podcast, we're going to upload a, a, a photo yeah. of Blinky, of Blinky. Um, looking uh, uh, particularly high end. That's that's not the one with the pirate patch, though. I was talking to Spencer in the scene. Yeah, carry on. You're talking to Spencer in, in a scene. Se- in a scene, and I had an I had a pirate patch over the top of that white patch. So I got like a black pirate thing that over the top. Sick. It was that disgusting. Is so sick. At, at one of those really cool event days. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> one of the Sorry. cool event days. But it's true. But like, um, as I was saying, you know, did you ever find, you know, you there was a lot of attention on you guys, uh, especially at the beginning. You were there from the start. Was it? a bit of a shock when suddenly the press wanted to take photos of you and you were suddenly in the public eye and did that did that scare you at all did you you were fine with it don't forget it was like such a slow progression it was such a slow burner wasn't it yeah you you remember like we were just you know we'd be out I remember the first time I ever got like a picture asked to have a photo or whatever I was in Wagon Mamas with Ollie and Cheska and Putney and we're like in the middle of filming something and we just stopped for lunch and that was like oh that's a bit weird but it was it's so exciting yeah and it wasn't like how Love Island lot come out of off this island and then they're thrown into the you know abyss of celebrity world and like 
paps and everything. Like no one knew who we were and it was such a slow burner. It's actually much nicer that way, I think. Don't you think? I completely agree it's that way. I'd, it'd be so scary otherwise. But also I feel like with you, Binks, that you've grown this confidence and what the what sort of doing television stuff gave you that confidence. Because as a, as a kid... As a little girl, little Binky Felstead, were you confident at school and things like that? Mm, I was really thick. I mean, I, was <laughs> I wouldn't no. say... I'm, I'm the youngest, though, and I've got a brother and sister who's 10 years older than me. So I've always been, like, the cheeky Gemini, like, little sister, like, little kid. But I was never, like... I was, I've always had quite a lot of confidence, but... But you went, from, you went to loads of different schools. You went to eight schools. But that's incredible. It's terrifying. To, why did you go to eight different I, um, schools? I was never naughty. I never shagged anyone and got expelled or anything or did it like smoking behind the brush. I did a bit of smoking, but... Um, and it was just mainly crack. <laughs> <laughs> 12 years old. 12 years old, smoking crack. Uh, no, I, um, my parents just divorced and we moved around a lot. Um, I had literally, it was just, yeah, I mean, eight schools was a lot to take on. That's tricky because that means you kind of, in a sense, don't really, you, it's quite hard to keep those friendships because you're going yeah, from different place to different place. I haven't got a lot of... Um, uh, friendships from probably after my first two schools. Yeah. <clears throat> they were also rank as well. <laughs> I hated them. I went to the school in Brighton called St. Mary's. It's now been uh, shut down for no like, Why was it so bad? It was shit. I was the only school, sorry, I was the only girl that had ponies and had a posh accent. They, it was a private school, but they hated me. And I used to go into class every morning, sit on my own and cry in my diary because all the girls were talking about smoking and shagging their boyfriends, wearing loads of makeup. And I stank of shit from my at my horse <laughs> that morning and uh and uh yeah i mean it's horrific so i actually and i was so badly bullied i actually left a uh, term early they let me leave a term early so but you've ex- then you've experienced that sense of bullying and hardship at school that's pretty hard isn't it when you yeah. experience stuff like that but it's, it makes you stronger do you think it, it does oh good yeah oh binks you're the best hey listen binks uh, at this point in the podcast what we like to do is read a little bit of uh, my diary okay. uh so i have a little entry that i'm going to read to you okay. and uh you can comment you can say whatever you want to it it's totally up is to this you this is a real diary yeah, this is a real diary i write one every single week for the episode and this is which i've written to you today i was going to talk about uh sex but then i changed it because i thought uh we it talk would, about sex quite it, a lot. Yeah, we talk about sex all the time. Yeah. <clears throat> we also haven't talked about the fact that you and I had shared a kiss once. Once. Do you actually remember that kiss? Yeah. Do you? Of course you were is. so drunk. Well, pff, you were drunk. <laughs> okay, we both were pretty drunk. We, we, we snogged. Uh, I think there's probably more than once, actually. Yeah, we did. We, we snogged it. Outside Raffles. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that I one? I remember that one. God, I actually forgot about that one until the next morning. Yeah, and then you were like, God, what a great kiss. And then that awful time on Main Chelsea. Yeah. When you were a complete bellend. But actually, <laughs> looking back on it, I completely understand why. I was so... So unattractive. You weren't unattractive, things. Oh my God. Hey, Karen, read your diary. No, no, hold on. I want to get into this. It's very quick. Everyone, if you haven't seen that episode, Jamie treated me so nicely. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if you really want to know. He wasn't a bellend at all. If you really want to see how you uh, treat a lady, uh, (laughs) tune into that one and have a look. (laughs) Right, Binks, here we go. Wednesday. This is last Wednesday. Hey, this is this Wednesday. Hey. It's today. Hey. We're recording this on a Wednesday. People... I've woken up with a swollen eye. Now, this isn't the first day it's happened. This happened yesterday and I ignored it. But I've woken up today and it's more swollen and sore. Being a male, I went straight away to the obvious diagnosis. I'm dying. (laughs) Of course I'm dying. That's the only thing that could happen. I quickly grabbed my phone and Googled sore and swollen round eye and I began to scroll. 
The last time I did this was when I had an odd coloured tongue, and the symptoms said, when I googled it, that I either had cancer or AIDS. There was no other choices. I held my breath as I scrolled for the worst diagnosis because, of course, that's the one I had. I finally had to settle on the one cause. Pink eye. Or better known as conjunctivitis. That's what I must have. Now, how do you get to conjunctivitis? Apparently, there are a few ways, but the main way is a dirty hand rubbing the eye, causing an infection. And the dirty hand normally comes from rubbing the anus. (laughs) Basically, I've been rubbing my anus and being put shit in my eye, apparently. I got off Google as quick as I could and rang the doctor. I'm dying, I said. I need an appointment. Leave it to the professionals. Yeah, so apparently I've been... I have never known you not to have something wrong with you. I know. You've always got something wrong with you and you always think you're dying. I don't know And also, have you been rubbing shit in your eye? Well, no, I don't. You have been rubbing your anus, haven't you? What else have you been shoving up your arse and rubbing on your face? Do you know a weird, there's a couple of weird things that I actually like the smell of. Uh... (laughs) God. One is sewage. I like the smell of sewage. Do you? Yeah, I really weirdly like the smell of sewage. And I quite like the smell of butt. <laughs> not, not like. Has a girl been sitting on your face? <laughs> Have she? No. Who is it? No one. Come on, Jamie. Bingy. I know you're lying. No, I'm not tell. lying. And you're twitching. I'm not twitching. It's <laughs> getting really excited there by the fact that. There was actually a girl sitting on your face. No, there this was morning. no one sitting on my face. Swear on my life. Swear, swear on your life. I swear. I don't know who's doing so no one was sitting near me or anywhere near me this morning. So you haven't put your tongue in anyone else's anus this morning. <laughs> <laughs> we Such had a, a lie. he's lying. We had anyway. a we had a guy called Dane Baptiste on the podcast who is a comedian mm-hmm. and we spoke to him about whether whether guys uh do uh, eat booty, <laughs> eat butt. Do you like putting your tongue up a girl's bum hole? <laughs> because I've never understood why that would be attractive for, uh, for someone. Well, I think probably because it's a little bit dirty, a little bit naughty. That's why it's quite exciting. But do you go, okay, I've never had this happen, but mm-hmm. okay, do you lick a girl's bum hole like properly? Like, <laughs> like not put your tongue in the bum hole? Because why would you want to put your tongue in someone else's bum hole? It's why disgusting. Do it? I don't know. Should you get poo in your tongue? I don't know. <laughs> Have you done that? I, I, Have you had, okay, Answer two questions. Now it's my yeah. turn to ask. Okay, your go on. Ask me a question. A. Have you ever had someone else's tongue up your bum hole? Uh, yes. You have. Yes. A girl actually put her tongue up your butt, but you have piles as well, Dave. You? <laughs> 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 that's another story, actually. Yeah, you know. <laughs> right. That's the end of part one, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, with Binky Felstead, we'll see you in part two in just a little jiffy, where we talk more about my piles. See you in part two. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.